spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. Portland's Afternoon News on FM News 101 KXL. Good Tuesday. And for Tim Lance, I'm Jeremy Scott. Topping the news this afternoon, Governor Kate Brown is extending Oregon's declaration of a state of emergency until next June. KXL's Zachary Barnes has the latest. This comes after state health officials said there could be a surge in the COVID Omicron variant in the next couple of weeks. In a statement from the governor, she went as far as to say this could be our worst surge in hospitalizations during this pandemic. The declaration allows Brown to deploy volunteer medical providers providers in hospitals, more lax standards around professional health licensing, as well as ensuring Oregon continues to have access to federal relief funds, such as enhanced SNAP benefits. Back on June 30th, Oregon's emergency declaration technically ended, lifting all state COVID-19 health and safety restrictions as the state moved under a recovery order. The state's indoor mask mandate was reinstituted on August 27th. Zachary Barnes, FM News 101. Meanwhile, KXL's Grant Hill telling us the Omicron variant is taking off in Washington state. The state today reports 400 confirmed cases of the new variant. The good news, according to Secretary of Health Dr. Umer Shah, is that so far there has not been an increase increase in virus hospitalizations. But I want to caution everybody that it is too early to pronounce that a done deal. And so he says, get vaccinated or boosted as soon as possible. That said, we also recognize that it's in many places across the state of Washington challenging and difficult to get your boosters. Those appointments are hard to come by. In response, the governor has directed the Department of Health to take aggressive steps to increase vaccine capacity ASAP. Grant MacHill, FM News 101. It's almost 4.05. Oregon's largest employer, that's the largest private employer in the state, is getting ready to say goodbye to some employees. KXL's John Eric Smith tells us why. It's thanks to that federal vaccine mandate. The chipmaker is pressing ahead with its plan to comply to the national OSHA requirement. The company is telling workers that those who don't receive an exemption for religious or medical reasons will be on unpaid leave starting in April. Intel is Oregon's largest non-government employer with 21,000 workers at its campuses in Washington County. Oregon Live is reporting the deadline for employees to get the shot or apply for an exemption is January 4th. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. Officers responding to a shooting across from Providence Park in southwest Portland found a man dead just before one this morning. He has been identified as 30-year-old DeAndre Stevens. This is the city's 87th homicide of the year. There has not been an arrest. A Multnomah County corrections deputy is facing some trouble with the law himself. The Multnomah County District Attorney's Office says Robert Haney pled guilty to second-degree official misconduct over stealing blank vaccine cards. Haney's co-workers reported the stolen cards back in May, and he was indicted in September. After getting a search warrant, the cards were found in Haney's home. The DA's office says Haney intended to give the cards out to family, allowing them to falsely represent their vaccination status. Haney's sentence includes six months probation, resigning from his job at the county sheriff's office, and a $500 fine. Nick Miller, FM News 101. Portland's Christmas ships will not be parading on the Willamette River tonight due to the danger of logs and trees in the river. The Columbia River fleet is still on. This is the final night of Christmas ships for the season.
Gas prices are starting to fall just in time for the holidays. Oregon's average is 377, down two cents from last week. Washington drivers are paying 386. AAA says there's more demand for gas, but crude oil prices have fallen on concerns over the Omicron variant. They project 1.5 million Oregonians will travel for Christmas. Or New Year's. Dan- dense fog is the likely cause of a crash that took a man's life and sent another to the hospital east of Salem. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds with our story. A Buick sedan left the road at the intersection of Joseph Street Southeast and 71st Avenue Southeast last night. Sergeant Jeremy Landers with the Marion County Sheriff's Office. Deputies were called to a report of a vehicle that had crashed into a pond. A bystander had already been able to help get a passenger out of the car. Unfortunately, the driver was not able to make it out of the vehicle and didn't survive the crash. The driver was 81-year-old Frank Kerbat. It's not clear if Mr. Kerbat died from the impact of the crash or if he drowned. The passenger is 45-year-old Peter Kerbat. Sergeant Landers tells me the fog was so dense it even made first responders get to the scene more slowly. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Coming up, Congress has its eyes on the skies. We'll explain at 416. Then it's the five things you need to know today at 419. President Biden taking new steps in the fight against COVID. Stay connected to Portland's afternoon news on FM News 101 KXL. We so appreciate you being with FM News 101 KXL and making Portland's afternoon news a part of your day. In for Tim Lance, I'm Jeremy Scott. 419, time for the five things you need to know today. Number five. The jury has finished day two of deliberations in the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Kim Potter, who claimed she meant to use her taser instead of her gun when she shot Dante Wright in April during a traffic stop. Number four. Congressman Scott Perry of Pennsylvania is refusing to cooperate with the January 6th committee. It says it has evidence he was involved in efforts to try to install former Department of Justice official Jeffrey Clark as acting attorney general. Clark has told the committee he plans to plead the fifth. Perry called the committee illegitimate. CBS News correspondent Nicole Killian reporting on Capitol Hill. Number three. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot says the nation's third largest city will require proof of coronavirus vaccination at indoor venues. Beginning on January 3rd, you must show proof that you are fully vaccinated to enter bars, restaurants, fitness centers, and entertainment and recreational venues where food or drink are served. Illinois reporting more than 12,000 new COVID-19 cases yesterday, the highest in more than a year. Number two. Oregon Governor Kate Brown reinstating the state's emergency declaration due to the spread of the Omicron variant. The governor says it's expected to cause the worst surge yet in hospitalizations. The state of emergency will remain in effect through June 30th next year unless extended or rescinded. Number one. President Biden today had announced additional steps to deal with the Omicron variant, including delivering 500 million free COVID-19 tests to Americans, including support, uh, increasing support for hospitals and expanding availability of vaccines to confront a winter surge of cases. These steps are going to help us add more, more and more booster appointments and over the, just over the next few weeks. Biden says that it's Americans' patriotic duty as well as a wise medical step to get vaccinated. And those are the five things you need to know today.